Arizona mom was arrested after her toddler ate mac and cheese laced with marijuana. The Arizona mom was charged with impersonating a Florida mom. So, uh... Funny. Hey, now. <clears throat> the big redhead. Tall. 6'4", I believe, Conan O'Brien. Probably happy with his height. Harvard man. Harvard lampoon, etc. As uh, documented on 60 Minutes the other day. Wrote the monorail episode of The Simpsons, which ah, I always found particularly you enjoyable. You know what? Monorail. Monorail. Sorry, Mom, the mob has spoken. Yeah, I uh, I can... Uh, oh, that and the Leonard Nimoy part of it. <laughs> That's right. The universal ballet continues. Can I switch seats? <laughs> you know, I can forgive Conan for about anything having written that. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. So, um... At what height are people the happiest or unhappy? Uh, I just... I spent most of my life being 5'11". Just so close to six feet. I mean, just tantalizingly close. And now that I'm old and my spine is compressed, now they tell me I'm more 5'10-ish. Yeah, I'm down. Devastating. Uh, I'm down over a half inch from my uh, the height of my height. Because mm. I, I got laser measured. <laughs> That's <some> good writing. <laughs> well, to say my height seems ridiculous. Um, I got laser <laughs> measured when I did the cancer thing because they need to know exactly how tall you are. Oh, not, wow. Not just the stand against the wall thing. Yeah. But they and put I you down it. something and a laser measures you. Really? Is, is that for all the various things they're putting you in? And I guess. Huh. I don't know. But anyway, um, I was six foot one quarter inch and I was six foot one when I was younger. Uh-huh. Just a shade under, like a 30 second under. But yeah, um, yeah so I shrunk. It happens. Mm. What are you going to do? Life wears you down to a nub. Just beats you down, wow. grinds you down. Wow, Arr, that hurts. <laughs> but uh, I have never thought that I'd be happier if I were any taller or oh, I know less happy happier. if I was slightly shorter. I mean, obviously, I think below a certain point, there would be things I wouldn't like about it, maybe. And I wish I had longer arms. I've always wished that. How would your life have been better if you were a half inch taller? Because I'd been taller. So you could... Reach things taller. Reach things on a higher shelf. Be of greater height. I always say to my wife, she says, can you get this down for me? I say, why don't you get it down? (laughs) Is it because you're so short? (laughs) See? She could have fended off your jibes if she'd Uh, been taller. My wife is 5'4", which is not that short. In fact, that's the average height for women in America. Is that right? Yeah. I think Jude's 5'5"-ish. But, you might uh, even be 5'7", come to think of it. How tall are you, honey? You'd think I'd know after all these years. But for some reason, women 5'4 and shorter are not happy with their height, even though that is the average height. Mm. Being the average height makes people unhappy. Little D, I think, is 5'4 or 5, and her uh, underwater hockey team gave her a, a T-shirt that says, Nasty Little Biatch. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she sports it proudly. 5'5 five, five is above average height for a woman. There you go. She seems very small to me. <laughs> but large in spirit. Uh, every um, The author's study was surprised to find that women's satisfaction peaked in height between 5'8 and 5'10. Really? Yeah. I'd have thought a 5'9, 5'10 gal would be uncomfortable with being tall, too yeah, tall. One of Laura's best friends, she was probably 5'10. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you would not look at her and think, oh my God, look at that freak. Get away from me. You a giantess. Yeah, you probably wouldn't think anything. I don't think that much about people's heights, but it yeah. just 
if you'd have brought it up, and I thought, well, you're on the taller end. I, mean, but I just, knew tall girls, though, in school who were kind of self-conscious about that's their That's why height. I brought this up. She was she she would actually slump over. Oh, she was really? always so oh, self-conscious about how oh, tall she was. That's too bad. I know. I know. Walk proudly. You got to nope. shake hands with yourself, people. Nobody's thinking about it. I got three kids. I have a, a, a son who's significantly taller than I am and two short daughters. Seems like sexism, doesn't it? Seems like an inequity, right? Well, are they all yours? There's the, uh, what do you call the uh, the income to the height disparity? Are they all mine? Yeah. I, that would explain I've the difference told in they're mine. How tall is the UPS well, the, man? The black girl, she's not yours, is she? Yeah. She just doesn't seem like she could yeah. be. Yeah. Huh. I tan well. Hmm. You know, I was concerned about, uh, you know, the very thing, so I forced Judy to take a maternity test right after each of their births. Hell. Hell. A classic. Um, uh, for men, your sweet spot seems to be above six three. Men's satisfaction started to go down over six three, and that, that I can see sa- that that sounds about right to me. I'm regularly glad I'm not any taller when I'm sitting on a plane or anything oh, like that. I that's think number one, yeah. There'd be no advantage to being any taller sitting in the seat. How tall are you, Sean? You're tall, like six three, six yeah. four, depending on my posture that day. Any vehicle, I would I would guess is. And, the time when you regret it. And yeah, this this data matches up with me because I'm perfectly happy with how tall I am, but I think any taller, it would. I'm already at the threshold where t shirts don't quite fit right in terms of the the, the torso ratio. And you guys already Is that mentioned why you got your belly things. button pierced? Yes. Because he goes with the bare midriff a lot, folks. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's going to be on display, might as well make it pretty. Right. Men okay with height, peaks right there, it starts to... Should I feel bad about myself now at my revised height of 5'10"? No, it seems that men are not happy with their height. Less than half of men are happy with their height up until about 5'9 Oh my God, then you barely... Go, then you get over 50% of men are happy with their height. And I do like how it's so after six three six four, like their happiness with their height goes way down, and then for whatever reason, once it hits six eleven, it spikes way yeah, back up. They only had a few people that are in the NBA. <laughs> they only had a few people that could ask about that because there aren't that many people that tall. Yeah, I'm a multimillionaire, so well, I'm pretty happy. Life is great. But there's twenty mm, percent of people of men my my height are unhappy with their height. What do you What do you want? I, I don't know. What do you want? How would it affect your life? Past the age of high school, maybe you played sports. So past that age, right? What the hell possible good would it do you to be any taller? There certainly are some dating ramifications. There are women who won't date guys that are shorter than them, for instance. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm wondering about six footers who aren't happy. How many women are over six feet? Trying to date some WNBAers. Not that many. Anyway, so Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, well, let's go to him. He's five seven. Five seven, yeah. Only twenty five percent of five seven men are happy with their height. Seventy five percent unhappy. There you go. Being so a he's billionaire probably, probably helps a little. That's why he's sitting <laughs> on a booster seat. You would think. You would think that that would get you over the problem. How, How about sit- if I stand on this mountain of money? How tall am I now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look down on you standing on your mountain of money, which I can't even see. Um, he uh, was not sitting on a booster seat. He was sitting on his wallet, according to one of our texts, which is kind of funny. <laughs> that is pretty funny. One more stat I'll hit you with, and I'll be done with my stats. The number- Jack is through with 95% of his stats. The number of Americans with no religious affiliation is rising. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. God help us. The Pew Research Center poll reported that about a, th- a little over a third of millennials, those, those born after 1980, are nuns. They have no religious affiliation. I thought you meant nuns. 
What? <laughs> well, the choice was none. Yeah, on I your get that. L N O N E. Yeah, better in print. Uh, so yeah, about a third are an N O N E. For all Americans, it's at about twenty three percent. Who are a none? Which is you know depending on your view. If you live in if you live in uh, on the West Coast, that might seem surprisingly low to you. Yeah, because most of the people around you don't have a religious affiliation. Although I live in a a town that I think most would, the stereotypically would not be very religious, and there's quite a few churches. And as we were traveling around on Sunday, the the, the Easter Sunday, they were packed full of people. Hmm. Whenever you see the polls on uh, how many people believe in God, it's always around ninety percent of people believe in God, whether you have a religious f- affiliation or not. Interesting, it's quite high. Interesting, and. One more note, when I was sick, the number of people that I would have never guessed are religious at all, would have never, never they don't strike me as the least bit religious, yeah. told me they were praying for me. Wow. Not tons of people. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So people, there's, there's a comment in there that a lot of people who are atheists don't answer honestly because they're afraid. I think there's a lot of people who are uh, uh, believers who don't answer because they're, answer because they're afraid. Depends where you are. Yeah. It was more or less obligatory to be openly religious in the Carolinas, for instance, sure. when we lived there. Then, sure. you know, you move the to Bible. The, the West Coast and well, stark yeah. contrast. In in North Carolina, I would not have wanted to say out loud in a, at a party that I was an atheist. Where well, I live now, I wouldn't want to say out loud at a party that I was Catholic. Well, as a public figure, we couldn't. I mean, it, I'm sure if one of us had said, you know, I'm going to announce uh, tomorrow on the air that I'm an atheist. The other one would have tried to talk us out of it. Oh, yeah. The other one oh, out yeah. Of it. yeah. That'd have been a terrible move. A horrible move. How about you get fired that day? You might. Yeah. Our text line is 415 295 KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. of texts, uh, some on the religion, mostly on the height. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, what the person who wrote this article about when people are, what height people are happy with. Are you happy with your height? Well, rationally, you should be because there's literally nothing you can do about it. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I met a guy yesterday, seven feet tall. Yeah. I figured he had to be in sport, but he wasn't in sport. Brr, not in sport, <laughs> you say. And you found it. Tough. I'm sorry, he was in sport? No, he wasn't. And people called him unrelatable. Who doesn't talk like that? I met <laughs> I met a man seven feet tall. I figured he had to be in sport, so I asked him if he was in sport. Mitt, have you ever heard anybody else talk like that? In sport. <laughs> sport? <laughs> old, old sock? Ever heard anybody else say that? No? You want to hear something crazy? We were sure. talking about Mark Zuckerberg and how uh, short he is, or tall. Mm-hmm. He, he was may- sitting on a booster seat yesterday and probably today. Now, I, and actually a, a friend, a, a learned friend, uh, texted me his agreement. I thought he was brilliant yesterday in his deflection, his robotically chipper demeanor, his sunshiny boy-next-door cooperative face, and the rest of it. I thought it was brilliant. He made over a billion dollars yesterday because of the way Facebook stock and its value bounced back after the hearing. 
Well, he wouldn't have he been personally made over a billion dollars. He wouldn't have been as brilliant if they hadn't let him get away with it. But they let him get away with it. A, a, a different sort of situation, maybe a different dude. You question him harder on that. You don't let him say, I, I'll have to get back to you on that. What do you mean you know that? As a CEO of Facebook, I've read enough about you. I know you know that. You mm-hmm. know the answer to that. Why won't you tell us? Nobody yeah. did that. Why? I can't imagine. I don't, I don't know. know either. Um, uh, we we're just talking about height. I'm a 4'11 woman. I used to wish I was taller until my cousin told me that tall people can see dust on top of things that others can't. And I never, it's true. You're better off unaware of it. I see dust on top of stuff all the time. That It's just disgusting. Of course, can she even see what's on her plate when she eats? I mean, is she reaching up and over to, to grab it? End up with a handful of uh, mashed potatoes. I kid. Um, a lot of women who are uncomfortable with their with being too tall mm-hmm. said that's a thing. Yeah, well, it, it does not eliminate a huge bad. number of dudes who don't want to be with a woman who's taller than they are. You know, you just you're cutting down your chances. As a tall woman. Yeah, I don't know. I told Laura's friend once uh, who was uncomfortable with being 5'10". I said, I, I literally don't know. A, I haven't known a guy in my life who wouldn't want to date you. She's good looking. Tall. Not one who would think, yeah, she's too tall. Not one. Nobody. Not it, it strikes me as incredibly shallow. I mean, if you find someone attractive and it turns out you hit it off or like you could love them. And you think, I'm not going to be with a woman who's taller than me. It makes because me look like a little man. I just, what? I, I don't know. Wow. Well, although people, we are drawn to reproduce. And if you're into the whole monogamy thing, man, the reproduction part of it is actually, you know, I mean, it's very nice, but um, there's a hell of a lot to your relationship that's not the reproduction thing. And you got you got some woman who's two inches taller than you, and and you love each other. You're kind to each other. Each other's crazy doesn't make you both crazy, et cetera, et cetera. You you grab that girl and you hold on tight. Grab that guy. Give me love. Now I can see as a tall woman not wanting to date a shorter guy. I can see how that would be weird. I actually can see that. Like a woman who's six six, a guy who's four three. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, picking random numbers. Like for instance. <laughs> Uh, I got some more that I liked here. Oh, I'm a six foot tall woman. It really uh, it sucks because I can't find pants or long sleeves long enough or yeah. shoes, dear God. Yeah, I'll bet that's true. If it weren't for the drag queen market, I'd have to wear trainers with my business suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's charming. Well, you get a great sense of humor. I'll give you that. Um, somebody talked about how the uh, all the girls that are in uh, um, uh, in in sport. At her high school, and are usually the girls that are on the taller end all walk around slumped down because they're uncomfortable. I, I with noticed their that in high school too. That's yeah. that's something. God, that's funny. You, I'll bet the transgender can... thing or the I'll bet that's been a boon for tall women, for bigger gals. But that's been great. Um, my sixteen-year-old is a long-leg mac daddy. <laughs> and, and don't do this. Listen to this. My sixteen-year-old daughter is six foot four. Wow, six four. Wow, as a sophomore in high school. Wow, that's a tall girl. Can't go anywhere in all caps without someone saying something or obviously noticing her every GD MFing day. Yeah, thank God for volleyball and the fact that scouts are among those who notice her. Yeah, it's so weird that in high school, so much of your 
your inner instinct is all I want to do is just fit in. Let me just be part of, I just want to, let me just be like everyone else. I just want to fit in and be part of the group. Oh yeah. And then as you get older, you really learn to steer into, no, the things that make me different are my favorite things about myself. Well, you're generally not surrounded by wanton cruelty though in the workplace. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I never walk down the hallway here and people make like really smart ass comments about what I'm wearing. I'm really good at whispering. Or my haircut or anything like that. We text each other. (laughs) No, I hear you. There is a, there is a wave of cruelty ready to crash on someone's head at every moment of high school and middle school for that matter. And you just don't want it to be you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel for that gal. Although, you know, when, when I pray that, you know, she emerges. From that experience, having gained the strength to deal with it and becomes a very strong, sane, merciful person, as suffering often does for people if it doesn't crack them. I'm a 5'5 woman, and I feel like a badass bitch when I'm out in three-inch heels. You know, there's a point. Women have the option that men do not have of uh, changing your height quite drastically well, in a way that is a fashionable and attractive. So that's another thing I've heard women complain about, too, where they may be tall, but they are... The same thing. They don't want to necessarily be with somebody who's shorter. They want to be able to wear heels and still be shorter than the guy that they're dating. Um, I wear lifts. I buy them from Elton John. <laughs> I follow his eBay, uh, you know, site. Got those uh, Marco Rubio shoes. <laughs> those are funny. Oh, that's right. He had like lifty boots, didn't he? At one yeah. point, the Cuban heel boots. Little yeah. Marco. <laughs> de, 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 de. The guy who got elected president. Mocked a senator for being short. Yeah. Um, uh, hmm. And we got this uh, text about the religious thing, how the growing uh, crowd of people are they're not religious, who tend to be on the left side of the political spectrum, where also you have much of the immigrant community, which tends to be the most religious. Yeah. And how that, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out eventually, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know... All you atheists think they're all morons for believing in God, especially a Catholic God, and yet they're on the same side of you on almost all the issues, at least your leaders are telling you what you are. Right. Some fine day when we don't care about ratings anymore, I'll launch into a long discussion of, as uh, religion becomes less a factor in life, how people seek their redemption on earth and um, and in, in their society and what that does to government. For instance, um, the the ever present American desire for safety, we're safetying ourselves to death. It's because you don't believe in uh, life after death. This is all you're going to get. So preserving life becomes extremely important to people, and it has an effect on government. Really, that's interesting because I think there's something else uh, after death, but I still don't want to like, you know, not in a hurry. Get my head cut off by a right. wood chipper or something. But uh, regulation, too. You want to build a utopia on Earth, and you want the government to do it for you. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Defense Secretary Mattis has just weighed in on the growing tensions between the U.S. and Russia over Syria. We got Facebook CEO Zuckerberg navigating another day of congressional grilling. And don't sweat the small stuff, friends. It'll kill you. (laughs) Minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. We should reread Trump's tweets, or at least the first tweet of the day. That's a so that's that's a big one. Yep. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Have you heard the stat? I forget who came up with this. Somebody claims that, based on their research, if Zuckerberg had decided right before the election to post on Facebook, on his own platform, I want you to go out and vote for Hillary Clinton. I think it'd be good for America. He could have swayed several hundreds thousands of votes across America and changed the election. Mm. That came up, I think, yesterday in the questioning. Hmm. And whether or not somebody should have that power. And then the question is, you know, well, the New York Times says that sort of thing. They yeah. say vote for this person or not. How many people do they sway? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about Will it? Will the yeah. cure be worse than the disease? You know, the other interesting uh, tech politics story I read recently was they're talking about how uh, when Amazon chooses their new second headquarters, that that could easily sway a number of districts in the area. Oh, sure. Because they're going to have a bunch of... T- Tech-savvy young people move in. And by a bunch, you know, it could be tens of thousands. Right. Um, so well, they're planning to hire 50,000 people, right? Yeah. Right. And I can't remember what the finalists are, but, you know, if it was in a purple state, swing state, that could be really interesting. Ooh. I wonder if he chooses based on that. We could change the politics of this state, which would be good for us. Because Trump's been going after, yeah. going after Amazon. Yeah. 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 Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, trying to tamp some things down. Defense Secretary James Mattis says no decisions have been made about how to respond to the suspected chemical weapons attacks in Syria. Now, either that sleight of hand or all of the reports, all of the sources saying the attack was imminent were just people, well, it's the classic, those who know aren't talking and those who are talking don't know. I got. Why does anybody ask the Secretary of Defense or President that question? Then why do you report their answer? I mean, what is the point? And why do you listen to him reporting the I answer? I didn't. I tuned out. Wow. As soon as I heard that's what it is, I thought it's one of those. <laughs> They're not going to tell you. Talking with reporters today, Mattis said the U.S. military is ready to provide military options if they are appropriate as the president determines. That's shocking. Now, Mattis' statement... <laughs> Bad a statement coming after Trump's series of tweets this morning. First one, Russia vows to shoot down any and all missiles fired at Syria. Get ready, Russia, because they will be coming nice and new and smart. You shouldn't be partners with a gas-killing animal who kills his people and enjoys it. And not out long after... Have I become a pansy? I'm uncomfortable with that tweet. It's odd. Although I don't mind the calling out Assad as a as a murderous animal and Putin being in bed with him, but sure. the, the whole missiles are coming new and shiny and smart. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what that is. I don't. You know, I'm, I'm translating all of it into diplomatic speak, and if you do that and you don't have to work at it very hard, it's fairly standard stuff. Russia vows to shoot down uh, or to counter any measure we might take. I would suggest that, given the technology we have at our disposal, uh, disposal, they will be unsuccessful. That would be classic diplomatic uh, understatement. Was Trump saying? And that's all he said. Was Trump saying we have new missiles? You think you can shoot them down, but you can't. He may have been saying that. It, it, it is. It's. It seems high school. A couple of dopes in a bar jawing at each other and you're sitting there thinking I hope you both punch each other in the face because you're both idiots his tone and his syntax and all but honestly Marsh I don't think what was said was very different than what is often said 
as uh, guys have their hands hovering above their guns. Boy, is uh, we got this text. Is this get ready for the missile message the same one he gave to Stormy Daniels? <laughs> get ready for the missile. It's new and shiny and smart. Wow. wow. That, now that is some cutting analysis. By the way, I need to yeah. apologize to the uh, the audience. We were talking earlier about the, the raid of uh, the president's lawyer, Cohen, and, and how it turns out to be all payoff money for the, uh, the horse and the... Uh, and uh, those who would lay with billionaires then sell the story. And um, I failed to mention that the guy who was spiking the stories uh, for the National Enquirer is named David Becker. And I would like to apologize to the childish segment of the audience for leaving that out. His name is Pecker. Did you hear that? I did. I did hear Pecker's it. Pecker's his name. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Now returning to another serious topic. Not long after tweeting that warning, Trump is now calling for all nations to work together saying the state of U.S.-Russia relations are worse than they were during the Cold War. And he said there's no reason for this, because Russia needs America's help with their economy, and that would be very easy to do. Trump ending that tweet with a question, stop the arms race? And then and lastly, he said we need all nations to work together. Yeah. Huh. So I wonder what different advice he's getting from Bolton that he would have gotten from McMaster. Right. Most likely what mustache wax he should use. And then again with the shots at people's appearances. And then in the fi- the, the last edition of this uh, trio of tweets, Trump uh, saying much of the bad blood with Russia is caused by the fake and corrupt Russia investigation. No, it's not. Headed up no, by the all-Democrat loyalists. No, it's not. Or people that work for Obama. I think it probably has a little more to do with, uh, you know, Ukraine and Crimea and, and, I don't know, threatening their neighbors. Trump finishing off this tweet. Mueller is most conflicted of all, except Rosenstein, who signed FISA and Comey letter. No collusion, so they go crazy. Those are his own point. people. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, Rosenstein, he, he appointed. Reminds me, Comey's book is coming out. Is it next week? Yep. And the big interview is uh, Sunday, I believe. The oh, 15th. my God. Yep. So if we don't go to war with Syria, we got that story coming, which is going to be... The story probably every day next week. He's going to be doing different interviews, giving out more information every single day. Trump's going to Whatever. be responding. Whatever. I'm just oh. afraid it's going to be really snipey and vicious and backstabby. The book or Trump's tweets? No, the, the, the book, whole the interviews, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just afraid people are going to be really, really yeah. mean to each other, and it'll be really entertaining. What that I is hope, my fear. What well, I it's hope, not the internet I know. What I hope doesn't <laughs> happen. What I hope doesn't happen yeah. is that people retreat into their partisan camps <laughs> and immediately believe their guy and discount the other one. I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, my friends, you know, you really have to chill, chill out. Seriously, there's a new study from the University of California, Irvine, looked at more than 1,000 people who would regularly obsess for more than 24 hours on mundane issues. And the researchers discovered those folks had much weaker immune systems and a lot more heart problems within 10 years. They would sit around and obsess over minor issues. Hmm. Research- how much of that can you control? How much of that is the way you're built? And how much can you control? I'm trying to find that out with various family members. Some. Some. Yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've, I've been working on that for a long time, and I'm getting a lot better at it, but it's taken me a long time. I'm trying to work on that with, uh, I've always been trying to work on that with me, but I'm trying to work on that with uh, my oldest son, too. Just, you know, that doesn't matter. Let that go. 
One just, last, just don't worry about it. One last note. Mariah Carey, net worth $535 million, is Ooh, opening up wee. about her battle with bipolar disorder. Half a billion dollars. Yes. Man, there's a lot of money in chirping like a bird. <laughs> anyway, she says her struggles all began with a diagnosis in 2001, telling People magazine she lived in isolation and fear of being exposed, but is finally in a good place with therapy and medication for the disorder. I don't know why you use that weird tone of voice. Poor gal has a mental illness, I Marshall. know, I know. The 48-year-old mother of twins who suffered from depression and insomnia is now back in the studio working on her latest album. If so she they, does, I don't know. Who knows? More importantly, Marshall, if your name was Marshall Pecker, would you change it? <laughs> I would. I think I would. I'd go by a different name. Why? Boner. <laughs> Sean. Not good. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of a nation. What if What if you went with Boehner? <laughs> what if you change your first name to Flaccid and just enjoy your life? <laughs> wow. You know, folks, there are days the other people on the show take it down a road I am not comfortable with, and today is such a day. I uh, really have tried to, tried to give you something a little more highbrow. Something a little more intellectual than this. Waning moments of the day that I hope doesn't end up uh, in history books. Really do. When the U.S. and Russia went to war against each other. But we're keeping our eye on it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, Sean just showed me a picture of what it was like when Zuckerberg first sat down yesterday and the, what are there, 50 people? You, you, you saw him from, well, the camera view. And he's sitting there, and uh, you know, there's some people in the stands behind him. The reverse, you turn it around, he's got like 50 people with their cameras like a foot from his face. Mm-hmm. I would drink a glass of water like a robot, too, if I had 50 cameras stuck in my face like that. It'd, It'd be, make you a little self-conscious. Look at that picture. It'd be pretty hard to act normal. Oh, yeah. That's before it gets started. Yeah, the photo op for the press. How crazy is that? That would make you we- feel weird. Yeah. Make oh, you yeah. uncomfortable, especially yeah. when you're already socially awkward. Anyway, he did get a grilling from a whole bunch of different senators yesterday. House members today. We'll have those highlights tomorrow. But perhaps Democrat presidential candidate. And current U.S. Senator Kamala Harris talking to Zuckerberg. In 2015, we heard the report that this developer, Alexander Kogan, had sold data to Cambridge Analytica. And That's in you, violation of our terms. Correct. And were you a part of a decision? Were you part of a discussion that resulted in a decision not to inform your users? I don't remember a conversation like that. But the reason why... Wow. Are you aware of anyone in leadership at Facebook who was in a conversation where a decision was made not to inform your users, or do you believe no such conversation ever took place? I, I'm not sure whether there was a conversation about that, but I can tell you the thought process at the time of the company, which was that in 2015, when we heard about this, we banned the developer, and we demanded that they delete all the data and stop using it, and same with Cambridge Analytica. Uh, and I, they and told I us they had. testimony in that regard, but I'm talking about notification of the users. And, and, and this relates to the issue of transparency and the relationship of trust informing the user 
about what you know in terms of how their personal information has been misused. And I'm also concerned that when you personally became aware of this, did you or senior leadership do an inquiry to find out who at Facebook had this information and did they not have a discussion about whether or not the users should be informed back in December of 2015? I disagree with Kamala Harris on everything, but I thought uh, that was really good. That was really well done. She's been impressive in every hearing I've seen her in in the last year. She's good at that. Yeah, that that exchange goes on for about seven minutes, and it's all real. Like that was my favorite line of questioning that I but saw from the things yesterday. There's only two things that happen. One, he's completely lying. The only way he's not lying, because that'd be my first thought. The only way he's not lying is if they care so little about your personal information that it just didn't even cross their mind because it's just not even on their radar to worry about your information. That's the only I love way. that theory. That's the only way they didn't discuss it. Well, no, we didn't care enough to have that conversation. Yeah, it's just... I don't why? give an S. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. You're either lying or it's that. Right. The idea that, yeah, we care about, we care about people's information, but it didn't occur to us to discuss whether or not we should... Oh, come on. That oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, we don't care about you. What are you going to go do it to MySpace? Going to go to the coffee shop and talk to real people? Please. You're going to use Facebook and you're going to like it, bitches. He said rising and standing on his his, his booster seat. <laughs> Shaking his fist at the senator. Shaking his little fist. I own you. Looking like Boss Baby in his suit. Oh, Just my. goes full like comic book villain. Starts to kind of hunch over his suit. Turns right. purple for some reason. <laughs> I'm Mark Zuckerberg. You all worship. Me. He rises up out of his chair and actually floats over the hearing room. I own you. <laughs> like I said earlier, each senator he talked to, he should have hit him with some personal information. Hey, say happy birthday to your wife. I know she's 49 today. Uh, and c- congratulations to your little leaguer hitting a home run last night. Oh, and I use that, you know, just every one of them. Lenore. You must I- be excited about going to Spain. <laughs> it's beautiful, you know, in June <laughs> when you're going. To check into the Hotel Madrid. Hey, see, your bathroom remodel went well. Hmm. Hmm. And get sent a message. I know everything about you people. The good stuff and the bad stuff. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't question him hard. That affair you're having? You want to keep that a secret? Yeah. Or what? Who are you talking to, <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg? <laughs> I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Thoughts. Final. Thoughts. Final. 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 Wow. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everyone, huh? How about you, Marshall Phillips? Do you have a final thought? My final thoughts, uh, thank you very much. I'll have my staff get back with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) Senator Positive Sean, your final thought? Known by some as the godmother of stand-up comedy, Mitzi Shore, the owner and founder of the Comedy Store, passed away this morning. Some of the, the greatest comedy minds who have ever cracked a joke honed their craft at her tutelage. She she will be missed. <laughs> um, uh, Michael, a final thought. Uh, when looking for love, don't limit yourself. Whether they are short, tall, have a wooden leg, a third limb, or a chendo, you might find love. <laughs> be open to falling in love with others. Nice. A third limb. Jack, you, you gotta comment on that. You sit down with a woman who's got an extra arm coming out of her back. You have to bring that up, don't you? What's the matter with you people? Jack, final thought? Or is that it? No, my final thought is I'm going to, uh, based on that conversation, which I found sad, we're going to be much nicer to people. Any judging 
people on their height and that sort of thing. It's just awful. Yeah, it's no, awful. It is. I, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, my final thought was uh, one of my opening thoughts today. Many people try to modify their thinking in order to change their behavior, when in fact they should modify their behavior in order to change their thinking. I like that idea. Go to Armstrong. Oh, we're not ready for that yet, are we? Sorry. You can't think your way into right acting. You have to act your way into right thinking. That's an interesting, uh, that's a great, that's wisdom And it right happens there. to be true. Yeah. For some reason, you, you, if you do it with your body, your mind will follow. I it's, don't know why that is that way. It's but it inarguable. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to reset Trumpetius? I thought you were going to try to get that going. Or because you haven't copyrighted it. Go to armstrongygetty.com today and find out why we all live in hashtag Trumpet. That's wrong. It's misspelled. No. But you can just yeah, spell it however you want. You invented it. It's yeah. Trumpestuous Times. Yeah. Hmm. Make it a PH if you want to. It's your word. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can drop us a line. Follow us on the Twitter, armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> going to see it on t-shirts. It's going to be huge. See you tomorrow. God bless America.